You are tuned in to the Grit and Barrett Podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to covering the 11-time, no, 12-time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk. Now here's your host, Richard Blosser. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett Podcast, day late and always a dollar short. My name is Richard Blosser, host of the first and only Hershey Bears podcast out here in the interwebs verse. Of course, we are brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you to them for having us on. All right, everyone. So I know it's Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. And I know I usually get videos out there on on a Monday. Hell, most of you should be listening to, to these by now. But um, if all of you followed the show last week, and according to the statistics, all 37 of you who watched, who listened to the show last week knew from what I told all of you that I was going away to Colorado for the weekend. And um, so the show was going to be a day late because there was absolutely no way I was flying back into Harrisburg at 7.30, coming home, and being able to record this after the weekend that I had had, and boy was I right. I'm actually right quite often, and everyone's always surprised when I am. But um, it's still been a lot, everyone, because this weekend... I disconnected. I made sure that I was not going to be near a phone a lot. I wasn't going to be doom scrolling. I wasn't going to be gaming on my phone well, a lot. And this was a men's retreat, to put it simply. This was a men's retreat out to Colorado. Now, before all of you think, oh my God, he joined a satanic cult. No. No, this is no. I know this is Halloween season. No, I did not run off and give my blood to a higher order. No, that's not what happened. It was very eventful, though. So, in all honesty, I do not know too much about what happened with the first two games of the weekend, both of them being up in Providence, because the boys went away this weekend, as they tend to do in the second weekend of the year, because the Bill Gaither vocal trio, how all three of them are still alive is beyond me and have voices, came to Hershey. It's usually Disney on ice, but it was the Gaither vocal vocal trio, I knew because I heard my wife talk about it, came to Hershey. So it was off, off to New England, to take on the Providence Bruins on a Friday night at Amca Mutual Pavilion. Now, the Providence Bruins, for all you Bears fans that listen to this, first off is the farm club of the Boston Bruins, number one. Number two, the Bears have not had a lot of luck out there in uh, Providence. Well, what what happened the last time the Bears won up in Providence? Um, I still lived in Mechanicsburg. Um, I was not married and had a lot less stuffed animals living with me. That's what's happened the last time the Bears have won up there. I've been up to Providence twice since that time. Neither of them have gone well. And in the young season that we've had with the Bears, they were at 500 after defeating the Cleveland Don't Call Us Lake Erie Monsters. And while the guys showed some potential against Cleveland. 
I wasn't sure how the guys were going to do going up against Providence. R.L. Guapo, per se. Stole that from uh, Steve Zabin, sports podcaster. And also it's from the movie Three Amigos. Don't know what that is? Go to YouTube and watch it. It is there El Guapo. The team that they just can't beat. The team that we were very thankful that we did not run into during our championship run last year. Because I don't know if we could have beaten them in a five-game series. Not because I don't think the Bears were good. It's just Providence has always had our number. Regardless of how good we've been. It didn't matter how good we've been. Providence beats us. No matter what. We could be playing. We could have a seven game winning streak. Go to Providence and forget how to play hockey. And yet for all that, I still decide to go up there. But we go up to Providence. It's a Friday night. And I don't know anything of what's going on with this game because again i'm i'm in leverland colorado at this point nestled between two mountains talking to a bunch of guys and drinking some really sweet bourbon all right so i didn't know too much what was going on so don't expect my usual recap of these two games but i did keep an eye out on it as i went to look at my phone and uh, oh the bears are really leading in shots what's this they're up 5 nothing on shots early in Providence. All right, this night might go good. Go out, talk to the guys. Come right back. Oh, look, Providence scores on their first shot of the game. Why? Because it's freaking Providence. It's freaking Providence. Luke Toprowenski. Luke Toprowenski gets the first goal, and it's... And oh, look, it's shorthanded. Cross that off the Bears versus Bruins bingo card. And yes, there is such a thing called the uh, Bears-Bruins bingo card because I actually have it saved on my phone. So shorthanded goal by Luke Topoporinsky gets it past Hunter Shepard. Hunter's out there. Grab your palisman. Get out there. God help you. Channel the power of waffles. And all right. So, okay. So I go back out to talk to the guys a little bit more. A little bit more. I don't know how this game's going to go, but it's all the way back in another room. We're all talking in another one. And I come back in, back in, and I see our text thread from my friends has blown up. I'm like, what the hell's happened? Only been away for like 40 minutes. What the hell's going on? Well, apparently, we have a first. And it was none scored by none other than Miro. Yes, Miro, if I'm reading... Uh, this correctly actually wrong I was getting ahead of myself sorry it was Mike Vecchione getting a power play goal was he able to tie the game after he deflected a long shot from Chase Presky now this highlight I was able to see at least through Twitter it was a long shot by Presky in front Vecchione right past wait who's the goaltender for this game wait I bet I know who it is but um, I need to make sure it's uh yes it's Brandon Bussy B-U-S-S-I. Please do not go to Urban Dictionary and look up what pussies. Please do not do not do that. So the Bears are able to tie it. We actually get a freaking power play goal. Huzzah! And then, then, this was when my phone was when my, my phone blew up. Cause um later on in the, se- the second period, Miro, Ivan Miroshenko, banks home a rebound from Pietrick Dubay 
and gets his first American Hockey League goal in the last minute of the second period. Izmiro! Izmiro, you are like the buzzing of flies to him. Gets his first goal as a bear here in the United States of America. God bless. And the Bears actually take a 2-1 lead in Providence. In freaking Providence. Is this finally going to be the night? Are we finally going to get it? I mean, we're, we're holding Providence. Holding them off rather well. You just uh, check a few things here. Talk amongst yourselves. Again, this is a bit more scatterbrained because, again, I didn't cover the two games very well over the weekend. We're leading the shots on Providence. They don't even, they're not even at the double-digit point through two periods. Either we're getting better defensively, or Providence is finally hitting that suck period I've been talking about for the past couple years. That, that old pipeline's finally going to run out. And they're not going to have anything. So Ivan Miroshenko gets his first. With one minute to go in the second, it's 2-1 Hershey. I go back out, I come back in, and Mike Scarbosa! Buck 10 into the third. 3-1. Mike Scarborough, he gets on the board. His first goal as a as a bear since, since all the way back at the end of March. Dear God. Mike Scarbosa gets one home. Assisted from Ethan Frank and Mike Vecchione. Now, apparently, Providence challenged this because they thought he kicked the puck in. Apparently, it was a pinball goal, and it went in. Um, inconclusive. First off, it was inconclusive, number one. Number two, I'm surprised Providence, with as old as that building is, has the technology to do this. For a couple of years, Providence was one of the rare buildings was like, can't challenge it, don't have the technology. If they don't think it crossed the line, then, oh well, it's Providence, it's old, play on. But uh, Mike Scarbosa gets it in, and it's 3-1. All right, two-goal lead. Two-goal lead. We're a good defensive team. This is it. This is finally when it's going to happen. We're finally going to take down Providence and Dan Renzoff. Renouf. Renouf. R-E-N-O-U-F. Scores at the 14-22 mark with five minutes change to go in the third, and it's 3-2 Providence. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. This is the Providence I know and hate. This is it. Okay, they're going to score in the last minute. I know how this movie works. So I'm going to go into the next room. I'm going to talk with the guys. going to have some nice Kentucky bourbon. And I'm going to come back. And I know what's going to happen. I'm going to look at my phone. And the Bears icons are going to be there. Providence is going to score. And they're going to beat us in overtime. Because this is the crap that they pull. And let me guess. Oscar Steen is the one who's going to score. Or some fourth line guy who throws a floater on Hunter and it goes by him. This is what Providence does each and every time. They find ways to beat us. And I come back. I look at my phone. And there is the last. There's only one Bears icon on it. And I scroll and I bring the notifications down. Final. Hershey 2. Hershey 3. Providence to good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Providence. The Bears have won in Providence. We did it. We're above 500, but we won in Providence for the first time since January 2020 before the Corona Nation attacked. 
We finally beat Providence 3-2 up there at Amco Mutual Pavilion. Three stars of the night. Ivan Merichenko, third. Mike Scarbosa, second. And Mike Vecchione, first star of the game. The guys who we won to score scored. And Miro Izmiro got on the board. And to get a win on Friday is very important on a 3-3. and And especially against Providence. Because now, you have a game to give. If you're going to win the weekend, you have a game to give. Winning that Friday is oh so important. But we had another game that weekend. We take to Saturday for the rematch in Providence. As the Bears and the Bruins go right back at it. They're on a Saturday night in Providence. I've been to these games. They're fun. They're lively. But, um, all right. Okay, I know how this movie's going to go. And this one, I did not check. I did not look at a lot of this. Saturday was a very busy day. They're in Colorado for me. I can tell you while this game was hurting on, going on, my calves were screaming during this because of the hiking and stuff. So, I did not have much of an attachment to this game. Once again, chat thread me and the guys are on. It's, 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 it's going off. But in this one, Providence gets off to the early start. As Oscar Steen, there's the guy I know and hate, gets the first goal of the game, a buck 18 in. Assisted by Jason Megna, whatever happened to him. And Georgil Merkulov. one nothing Providence early. Prime. Okay, Providence is pissed. They're upset. I know how this game's going to go. I don't need to watch this. I got an apple pie to go make. So, I'm not I'm, I'm not getting involved in this. I am not. But it turns out we actually had our first fight of the season as da- Big Daddy Dylan Mickelrath and Vincent Arsenio. Basically, Daddy was in one of those moods. Big Daddy Dylan Mickelrath goes off five minutes for fighting. And according to my guys... This was later on the night. Said, yeah, this was coming. Apparently, Dylan threw a cross-check at the end of the first game. And uh, this was coming. This was absolutely coming. So, um, penalty later on in the period goes to Fabian Lysil. Remember that name. And the Bears get a power play goal out of it as Ethan Frank takes a, gets a feed from Chase Presky and is able to tie the game at one. Excellent. Halfway through the first, tied at one. Good to know when we go down in Providence, we can rely on rely on the guys to come through. And speaking of, a name gets on the board that, well, I can tell you I was not expecting. Less than a minute to go in the pyramid. Pyra- pyramid. Period. Jimmy Huntington scores with 20 seconds left from Alex Limos. It's, it's Limos. I've been saying it wrong. I've been saying it Limagus. Like he's some Lord of the Rings name. Apparently. I'll get it right eventually. Keep scoring, kids, so I can keep saying your name name right. Alex Lamose and Joe Snively on the assist. 2-1 Hershey at the end of the period. All right. All right. We're in the lead. And this, from what looked like it was a fun game because the second period turned into a penalty fest. Don't believe me? All right. Riley Sutter tripping. Jimmy Huntington cross-checking. Luke Tapaparensky. Slashing. 
Pietrick Dubé, hooking, Dylan Mickelrath, double minor, high sticking, he drew blood, not surprising. By the way, in case you're keeping track at home, that's nine penalty minutes for Dylan Mickelrath. Jake Massey, two minutes for tripping. So all in all, all in all in the period, you had two, six, eight, 10, 12, 14 minutes of penalties in that period. Yeah, I think these two teams don't like each other, but heading into the third, it's still 2-1 Hershey. Okay, all we got to do is put this little baby to bed and we're going to be fine. That's all we got to do. We've hung with Providence so far. We got this. It's okay, guys. We got this. And even if we don't, you do, we, we won earlier. But we're going to be fine. What could go wrong in the third? <laughs> he says. Jacob Sabral goes off for cross-checking. And Ethan Frank makes him pay. Our baby boy makes it 3-1 Hershey at the 6:46 mark. And the third, 3-1. 3-1 in the third. Two-goal lead on Providence. That's it. We're done here. We're done. We got this. We're going to be fine. And uh, Fabian Lysel gets a goal to make it 3-2 a minute later. Okay. 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 We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We got this. 3-2. Previous night. We're fine. Five minutes later, John Ferracini ties the game for Providence. Justin John Farchi at the 12-minute mark. Eight minutes to go and we're tied. <laughs> Lovely. However, the Bears press. The two teams are playing. Two teams are fighting at, at each other. And Jimmy Huntington comes up. He comes in. Not much time left. Comes in. He shoots. He scores! Jimmy Huntington scores with 55 seconds left. Screw you, Providence! How's it feel, you bastards? We got this. 55 seconds left. They pull the goaltender. Off comes Brandon Bussey. 20 seconds left. Up at the point. Long shot. Scramble in front. Loose puck. Who's got Mender? Slaps it in with five freaking seconds to go. And Providence ties it. With five seconds left. Five. I didn't even watch the game and this stresses me out. Jason Megna, the former bear. Because of course... Oscar Steen, Mason Lorelli, Loray scores with 10 seconds left in the game. 4-4. Keep in mind, all the way back at the beginning of the period when Ethan Frank scored, it was 3-1. Now it's 4-4. <laughs> we go to overtime. Jimmy Huntington had a chance for a hat trick. Nope. Didn't happen. So we go to a shootout. There are some good news. But we've already got the so-called loser point out of this. That's three points. You've mostly won the weekend at this point. So, okay. We'll be fine. Fine. First up, Pietrick Dubé comes in on Butsy and he scores. He scores and up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me check something here. He got one past Brandon, but apparently it wasn't. They didn't play Bussy. They played Kyle Kaiser. Who the hell is Kyle Kaiser? Who is Kyle Kaiser? Who the heck is he? It, it, anyway, names are relevant. Names are relevant. Pietrick Dubé, first one, he scores. Next one up, 
Luke Topoparinsky, the one little rat bastard that's starting all this off, and he stopped. All right. In comes Mike Scarbosa. All right. He's got the moves. I know what he's going to do. He's going to skate, 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 deke, 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 and doesn't score. Okay. 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 John Ferraccini comes up. Stop him, Hunter. Channel the power of Waffles, and he scores. 2-2. All right. Joe Snively comes in. Skates, skates. Kyle Kaiser. Look, shoot, scores! Comes in and actually shoots. What a concept. Joe Snively. Fabian Lysel hops over. Stop him, Hunter, and let's go home. In comes Fabian. Comes in. Looks, shoots. Glove saved by Hunter, and it's over! Bears take both in Providence. What year is it? What time is it? Who am I? Who are you? What am I doing here? This is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. The Bears take both in Providence. 5-4 the final. Three stars. Alex Lameau, third. Ethan Frank, second. Jimmy Huntington with two goals on the night. Gets the third, gets the first star. Wow. I wasn't expecting that when I was when I was going out to Colorado. I would have taken a split up in Providence. Again, this is a team we had a lot of trouble up against. And yet we were able to pull it off. The guys did it. Two games in Providence. Unfortunately. There's one more game to go. It's an early 3 o'clock game. And what's that smell? Bitterness? Regret? Surging crime? I-95 exhaust? Bridgeport. Like Dinkelberg. We'll get to that right after this. Hey, Bears fans. Lord football is still chugging along. The NFL season is going strong. Yes, baseball might be wrapping up, but the football action is getting hot, hot, hot with the trade deadline coming, and DraftKings Sportsbook is here for you. It's time to get in on some of that sweet, sweet gambling action this time of year. We're heading toward the holidays, and you are going to need a little bit of extra holiday cash. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the National Football League, can help you this holiday season. Whether it's putting some money on a little Thursday night action, you want to start the weekend off right, get yourself a win, get yourself a couple of credits there on Thursday, and you head into the weekend already a winner if that comes home. Maybe get some sweet action on college. There's plenty to choose from with some big money matchups coming up this weekend. You get to Sunday and it's time to put some good hard money on the National Football League from noon till noon till 8. You don't need to tell you'll need to tell Taylor Swift you've been waiting all day for Sunday night. You have been waiting all day to do some sweet sweet gambling. And Monday, maybe you had a good weekend, maybe you didn't. It'll be time to double up to catch up with DraftKings Sportsbook. So make sure you Get in on some game day greatness and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.800gambler.net. 
in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY, text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash NFL for terms, eligibility, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring this show. So, all right. On to Sunday we go. And this was one I was able to watch a little bit more. Because I had a long flight back from Denver all the way to Philadelphia. And I need to catch up on some hockey action to kill some time. Of course, I'll pay for Wi-Fi on, on the entire flight back. Of course I will. I don't mind. So the Bears were taking on the Bridgeport uh, Islanders on a Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock start there in Western Connecticut. I've made those drives from Providence to Bridgeport on a Sunday. I don't like them. That's a two-hour drive. Plus getting up early, plus checking out. I remember the first year we did our road trip. This was the exact same thing. Two in Providence, Sunday in Bridgeport. And we got up. We were tired. We were like, time to check out. Yeah. Where are we going? Bridgeport. Ah! And that was the first time I went to that place. But the boys go at it there on a Sunday. And we threw in Mikhail Gibson. No hunter. Gibson, the rookie. Go go get him there, Proby. Go get him. He's going up, going up against, oh, look, Jeremy Sarek. You might remember him from the night we were shut out on the teddy bear toss. Remember him? He denied you of all your hopes and dreams on teddy bear toss night. Remember that night? Hmm? Remember? All of you threw the teddy bears on with five seconds to go in the game? Hmm? All of you thought it'd be cool to throw the teddy bears on before the game ended? Just so you could get on social media? You didn't care that you broke the record. That's what mattered, didn't it? You still look like... Okay, okay. I'm getting angry. I'm getting mad over this. This was last season. Okay. Into the first we go. It's the Bears versus the Bridgeport Islanders. And for those of you who don't know, I do not like that they call themselves the Bridgeport Islanders. Nobody does. Nobody in Bridgeport likes this. The only person who likes this is Lou Lamorello, who probably spearheaded this whole stupid idea. So let me reset the take for this. The reason why, one of the main reasons why, they they changed the name from the cool-sounding Sound Tigers to the Bridgeport Islanders. They changed it to the Bridgeport Islanders because they wanted to be more associated with the Islanders. They wanted to be like a lot of other teams in the league who take the same name as their parent club and wear their parent club's colors. Cool. Fine. I understand that. Wilkes-Barre does it. Lehigh does it in their own way. Providence does it in their own way. That's well and dandy. Except, there's one small problem with with this. 
the Bridgeport Sound Tigers have always worn Islanders colors. The Islanders, the, the Sound Tigers have always copied the Islanders jerseys, no matter how stupid they were. All orange, Bridgeport did it. Dark navy blue, Bridgeport did it. Stupid black jerseys, Bridgeport did that too. Losing in the first round of the playoffs, yep, Bridgeport did that too. So you can't say that you changed your name so people knew you'd become the Islanders. You'd look more like the Islanders when it already looks like the island look like the Islanders. You already wear blue and orange. You already have the same basic design as the Islanders. So why call yourselves the Islanders? Because Lou Lamorello's an idiot. Okay, he's not, but I just need somebody to blame in this, and I'm mad. All right, I'm getting off track with that rant. But also, if you still want to support them as the Sound Tigers, go check out the Calder Farm stand, the podcast. First, check them out, number one, friends of the show. And number two, go check out their t-shirt store where it's where they have a nice blue and orange shirt that says Sound Tigers forever. Goddamn right. On to the first we go. And I'm watching this. This, I got my headphones in here on the flight. I have a lady beside me who's a little scared of flying. It's okay, lady. It's going to be fine. Oh, you're only scared when they land planes? You'll be fine. Trust me. So the Bears come out flying on a Sunday. It's a bit of a Sunday slog, but you know what you got to do here on on a Sunday. Third line goes to work, and Patrick Dubé gets low, finds Miroshenko in front, and tucks it in under Jamie Cyrillic. Is Miro Miro Crush Islander, and it's one nothing Hershey as Ivan Mirochenko gets his second. Piotrick Dubé, oof, that kid's turning into a point machine. Got to keep an eye on him. Hendricks Lapierre gets one in as well. Miro Ovi's friend gets it in one nothing and shuts up all the Bridgeport Islanders fans that have shown up. All nine of them. And the and this game just turned into a slog. I mean, the shots were only 6-3 after one. Um, Bridgeport played the night before. The Bears have had two games. It's Sunday. Let's get this freaking over with. But the guys are not giving Bridgeport an ounce. They're not it's almost like they're playing a neutral zone trap. Any dump-ins collected by Mitchell Gibson. He's like, got it. Uh Dylan, there you go. I got it, guys. Uh, number four. There you go, man. And Gibson's just there with a Kindle in hand and like, hmm, apparently there's a war going on of some sorts. Hmm. Oh, 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 wait. All right. Knock the puck away. All right. I'm good. Brings the back up. Hmm. Scrolling on Twitter. <laughs> Funny cat videos. Hold on. Get the puck out of the way. All right. Oh, what do you mean it's the end of the period? All right. Got it. Good. All right. I'll be back, guys. <laughs> Kid didn't really have to do much in the first period. Three shots by the Islanders, and it's one nothing Hershey after one. Into the second we go. Bears still pressing ra- rather well. Joe Snively leads up. It's a two-on-one. Gives it to number 12. Who the hell is number 12? And he shoots. He scores! Joe Snively with a nice feed on a two-on-one, a backwards feed. As Joe Snively was on the lower circles, feeds it to the upper circles for number 12. That's that's Alex Lamos. Alex Lamos. I see score more and I'll say your name right. Alex Lamos scores and it's 2-0 Hershey. Bridgeport doesn't even have five shots on game. All right. 
This will be an easy Sunday shift. It'll be fine. We got this. And it's 2-0 Hershey. And 2-0 Hershey. On we go. I go. All right. Leave the. Bring the phone in. Got to go use the bathroom on the plane. I don't like doing it. Remember, boys and girls, number one on the plane, number two at the airport. And all right, I come out and I look down. What do you mean Bridgeport scored? Matthew Maggio. Okay. Odd name. Power play goal, and it's 2-1. All right. These guys. <laughs> it's it's freaking Bridgeport. It's Bridgeport. I mean, we'll be fine. 2-1 on a Sunday. Both teams are going to run out of gas. And the Bears will just put this little baby to the to the finish line. And the third just turns into more of a slog, but prov- but Providence. Islanders pushing a little bit more. They're starting to throw the weight around a little bit more. The defense is getting a little jittery there. Making some bad passes out of the zone. Guys, calm down. Absolutely calm down there. From beyond the net, Vinny Iora tries to play it out and it goes off a sound tiger. William DeFlo has it. Throws it across. Who's got Tanner Fritz? And he scores! A turnover by the defense. Leads to a Bridgeport goal. Tanner Fritz. The No, he's not the captain. That's Helgeson. Tanner Fritz. Former Hartford Wolfpack and current pain in the ass ties the game at two. Crud. What do you mean we're almost at Philadelphia? All right. We're going to overtime. And I have this on. I'm watching this as we're getting off the plane. I'm using airport Wi-Fi. We're going to be fine. And we're going to overtime. Bridgeport controlling most of the overtime. Tries to get a shot on Mikkel Gibson. And Gibson's like, guys, you didn't do anything for two periods. Why do I have to work now? But Bears were able to get the get the puck up. Moves moves it up. Colin Sawyer. Colin Sawyer. Why is he leading a rush? He's a defenseman. I don't know what he can do. Throws a shot in. Sorek fights it off. Okay, kid's got a shot on it. Drop pass. Leaves it for Vecchioni. Vecchioni at the circles. Comes in. Throws one in on Jeremy. And he scores! He scores! Oh my goodness! Mike Scarbosa threw one a weak wrister and it gets by Jeremy! Jeremy choked and the Bears win in overtime! Mike Scarbosa with the game winner. His second of the weekend. Assisted by Colin Sawyer and Mike Vecchione, the roaring man. Okay, okay. Do I have enough on Wi-Fi here? All right. Let me put this on wide on my phone. Okay, Mike Scarbosi goes into the circles, throws one, and it just goes in. Glove side just beats Sawyer. Okay, okay. Okay, let me rewind this. Okay, skates up. Is Tanner Fritz in his way? No. He just throws it in. Jeremy slides over. Did he lose sight of it? I don't know, but it went in. If I'm Soraic, I want one, that one back. If there's any film, get that off the film because you won't be backing up Sorokin anytime soon. Not with that play. He is 23 years old after all. But Bears win it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Bridgeport. Bears win it and sweep the weekend and get it done. Take all six points on the weekend. Mitchell Gibson gets his first pro win. His goaltender... Good on you, kid. Sorry you only had to work one period. And the Bears take the entire weekend. Good on them, lads. Good on you. So, 
That gives the Bears eight points on the season and is enough to put them second in the division behind Hartford. Hartford? How the heck are they in first place? Okay, they've won all 14 games. 16 goals and four goals allowed in four games. Who knows their goaltending? Louis Dalming and Dylan Grant. Ah, high-end goaltending is saving Hartford's butt. I've seen this before. Hartford leads the division with eight points. They're tied, but they've played less games and are undefeated and are ahead of us. At six points is the Phantoms, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Oh, lovely. With six points. At at fourth is the Bridgeport Islanders with five points. With four points, the Charlotte Checkers at fifth. At occupying the sixth spot with four points is, well, Wilkes-Barre. In seventh place with, with four points, but two of them are shootout losses, so that puts you lower. Providence and dead last are the Springfield Thunderboys at one and four and only two points. So that's where we stand at the, at the division at the time of this podcast. So good work by the boys. Good bonding exercise. Good weekend for me. Good weekend for them. And good stuff all around. So what is up next for the boys? Well, up next tomorrow night, well, Wednesday night, the Bears will take their first trip up to the arena in the shadow of a mountain to take on the Wilkesbury Scranton Baby Penguin 705 start up there in Wilkesbury. And uh boys and girls, <laughs> I hope you're ready for the Phantoms and the Penguins cuz you're going to see a lot of them over the next uh month. In fact, that's all we play over the next month with three more games against Bridgeport, but um not until Thanksgiving is when we will face a non-opponent of those three teams in the Iowa Wild. Because this is this is what the schedule look like looks like. I'm not going to say road at, um, on the road or at home. Penguins, Phantoms, Penguins, Phantoms, Penguins, Islanders, Phantoms, Phantoms, Penguins, Islanders, Islanders, Penguins. Yep. And that's one, two, three, four, five games against Wilkes-Barre. One, two, three, four against the Phantoms. So, um, hope you need, hope you, you are ready for a lot of these, uh, rivalry games. Cause there's going to be a lot where that came from this weekend. The boys will be back home as they will take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. It's magnet schedule night. We didn't get that opening night because of the whole Carter cup banner raising thing. And speaking of the magnet is shaped like a Carter cup. Yes. I want one. Thanks for asking. And then. Sunday will be a trick-or-treat night as all kids will get a trick-or-treat bag and be able to trick-or-treat around the concourse. How lovely. And that is a 3 o'clock start at Giant Center against Wilkes-Barre. Please adjust your watches accordingly. And that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning into this a day late. I'm sorry about that, but um, just life gets in the way. Um... Not sure about Friday face-off this week. We might do it. We may not. Not sure. Keep an eye on your podcast feed. But we will be back on Monday with the recaps of all this action. But to all of you, thank you again for your time, listens, and downloads and supporting the first and only Hershey Bears Hockey Podcast out, out there. So, to everyone, go.
Go Bears. I'll catch you next time. And if I don't get to say it, I'll see you at Giant Center. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.